Welcome to the Transformational Coach Podcast with me, Rona Barton, giving you competence with confidence. Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 7 of season 2 of the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I certainly hope this finds you well and having had a very good week. Last week we started our mini-series regarding common humanity and we looked a little at um, self-esteem. So over today I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about self-esteem, self-compassion if you like, uh, self-belief that all can lead to self-confidence and how it can impact self-confidence as well. Before we jump into that, I would just like to remind you that the giveaway closed at the end of March. The free ebook, 1% Better, that was on offer on my website, closed at the end of March as well. So if um, that's something that you're looking for, it's now available for sale on the website. So you can head over to ronabarton.co.uk and either jump to the shop the links page, the publications page, and grab your copy there. Um, It is an ebook, so it's available as a digital download. So as soon as you've parted with some of your hard-end cash, it'll wing its way to your inbox for you. I've also got my next intake for my 90-day Renew You Love Your Life coaching programme starting on the 19th of April. Um, So if this episode drops on Monday the 11th, you will still have a week to sign up. Again, you can sign up over at ronabarton.co.uk and you can head to the links page or the shop page again and uh, sign up for the 90-day, three-month coaching programme all about getting a better understanding of yourself and where you want to be in three months' time. All right, fantastic. What to do for today, as ever, grab your notebook and pen. You know I love a list and I've got some questions for you this week. So let's settle in and look at our next section of our Common Humanity mini-series. Now, according to self-compassion experts, feeling isolated and really kind of feeling a sense of common humanity, which is our topic, are opposing forces. You know, when people feel isolated, they feel like they're the only ones that have made mistakes or are going through um, whatever the circumstances are that they happen to be going through at that point in time. And that feeling of sort of isolation and, and aloneness can really cause us to increase or shine a light on feelings of inadequacy or guilt or even shame, um, you know, and I'd I'm certainly one where I would beat myself up over small mistakes um, because in my mind they should have been perfect. I should have been able to do it straight away. And what I have to remind myself is that, you know, nobody is born an expert in their chosen field. We all have to learn. We all have to go through challenges and trial and error to, to get to the end result. The problem is... Those of us that struggle with perfectionism, of which I am certainly one, um, we forget that 
we're not the only ones going through those feelings or or experiencing um you know that that guilty feeling or that shame feeling and we can really get quite down on ourselves and beat ourselves up over it you know which means we can really make a dent in our self-confidence, our self-belief, our self-esteem. And low self-esteem can actually be quite devastating to your personal work and even academic life. You know, that constant feeling of being inadequate or not worthy um, can really undermine attempts to succeed at sometimes even the smallest of things. So if you find yourself plagued with such feelings, you might need to ask, do I have low self-esteem? You know, self-esteem is how really you view yourself, you know, and your capabilities and, and your attributes. And it's impossible to succeed in life if you're constantly second guessing and berating yourself over the smallest of details. So, you know, you need to cut yourself a break sometimes. Remember, you don't need to be perfect at everything. Many people can suffer from low self-esteem, however, so you're definitely not alone if you do feel, um, you know, that, that you're going through a I'm not good enough phase. Are you nervous or awkward around other individuals? You know, people could be co-workers, friends, family members or even strangers on the street. You know, do you ever look at anyone and think you're not in the same level, if you like, as they are, whether that's physical fitness, um, mental strength, you know, generally just, do they seem better than you? Is that what you're thinking? Do you see yourself as the least important member of your family or your group of friends or even in the office? These persistent feelings can really erode your self-esteem. Most likely, you are the only one who thinks those things. Ask your friends, your co-workers and family members about, you know, your personality or your latest performance or your attitude. And you'll most likely be quite pleasantly surprised at the feedback they give you. Remember, you need to be your own cheerleader as well and keep a track of the things that have gone well for you. People with low self-esteem rarely live their life to the full. You know, they can distance themselves from others and then they're kind of denying themselves the love and support that they really deserve. They rarely, if ever, make full use of their abilities and instead they end up brooding about life's injustices. Invariably, people with low self-esteem are uncomfortable with success. They tend to believe they don't deserve it and they have no clue as to how to savour success. People suffering from low self-esteem also have the habit of putting themselves down. They repeatedly tell themselves that they're not good enough and that they're bound to fail. And over a period of time, that negative chatter, you know, that self-talk, the things that, the thoughts that you have in your own head and the things that you tell yourself can really turn into a negative self-belief. And more than that, they try and then implant those seeds of negativity into other people around them. 
you know, and people with low self-esteem may also gravitate towards people who suffer from similar problems. And the end result is that they feed off each other's negativity and become, if you like, much poorer as individuals than they initially were. People with low self-esteem can spend a lot of their time brooding about the past and worrying about the future. They don't spend enough time living in the here and now, you know, living in the present. As a result, they don't enjoy it. And even though it may be full of success, they don't see it. It finally becomes a vicious circle that feeds off itself and prevents them really from breaking out of their own negative mould. These people are rarely relaxed and at ease and, you know, it gets to the point where people don't want to be close to them or surround themselves with them because of that negative feeling, that negative energy that leaks from them. So the downside for people with low self-esteem is that they can also have problems getting close to others. They're not comfortable with intimacy, they create barriers to prevent people from coming close to them and they don't like to open up to people and reveal their innermost thoughts. They may be nursing some old bad experiences with someone who caused them a lot of pain or who let them down when they were most vulnerable. By forcing themselves to live in a world of self-denial, they're doing a great damage to themselves. Please don't be one of those people. You know, don't be one of these people that fail to benefit from the company of others and, you know, entrenching yourself deeper and deeper into your negative world. You know, it could reach a stage where your friends and family are seriously worried about you and you don't want to get to the point where people think you're beyond saving. It's not good for society and people with low self-esteem do need to be helped. Their symptoms can be diagnosed and help can be provided that may turn out to be quite useful members of society and fun people to be around and engaging people, you know, with quite articulate thoughts and opinions. And it can really benefit them to have this help given by family members, friends, or even teachers and trained professionals, you know, trained psychologists. Much like happiness, self-esteem is a state of mind. It can make you feel happy, cheerful, confident, but it can also make you feel worthless, unwanted and weak. And self-esteem can best be compared to a powerful battery. When that battery is fully charged, as an individual, you feel confident and raring to go. And when the battery is run down and really drained, as an individual, you feel quite low and that you want to hide. Well, think about your phone battery these days, in this day and age. People panic when their phone battery gives them that low battery warning and they, they scramble to find their charger and get it plugged in and recharge it. You are the very same. You need to recharge your own batteries as well. How do you help develop a sense of self-belief within you? How do you do this for yourself? You'd be making a big, big mistake if you start seeing yourself as the most important person in your industry or, or in your office. You know, that's not self-esteem or self-belief. If you think you're the most important person, that's really being quite conceited. And conceit is a dangerous quality. 
it gives false confidence and that in itself can end up generating, you know, a, a sense of woe. So what you need is healthy self-esteem. This means you need to look at yourself as an individual who is on par with your peer group. You've got nothing to feel ashamed of and you look at the issues that you've got to tackle in life with a positive frame of mind. Healthy self-esteem also means you're able to differentiate between humility and self-effacement and between arrogance and modesty, between complacency and hyperactivity. You need to learn to accept yourself as an individual. You know, you've got some strengths and you've got some weaknesses. You'll have good days and you'll have some bad days. But you have to learn to ride out the good with the bad. And you need to believe, even though it's a cliched saying, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It'll give you the confidence and self-belief that every individual needs in these bad moments. And that's what self-esteem is all about. It's a belief in yourself. It's worth noting that our self-esteem, our self-belief, can have quite a profound effect on our confidence and the quality of our lives. If a person believes that they lack basic skills to solve problems, then they may lose heart and give up. In contrast, if a person who has, let's say, less ability, but who believes in themselves, really, truly believes in themselves, they stand a much better chance of being successful because that self-belief gives them the confidence to actually try. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think back on some of my school days, I still remember myself as being one of those students in a class who, depending on the class, would be quite reluctant to ask questions. And it wasn't that I actually understood everything that was being told to me um, during class. It was more that I just lacked the confidence to ask a question, more often than not because I was afraid of making a fool of myself or having my classmates think, well, that's a bit of a stupid question. Why don't you just know that? So I know that I'm not alone in that. I know now, but I also knew then because I could see from other classmates who were struggling and, you know, we would chat after class. Did you understand what was said? What was meant? What do we do about this? What do we do about that? And none of us were any the wiser, but we were lacking confidence to speak up for ourselves at that point in time. The only way our confidence could improve was really by us believing in ourselves. So in the classes where we felt more confident, more at ease, we would ask more questions. And over time, that built a sense of self-confidence to allow us to speak up, even if it was what we thought was a silly question in some of these other classes. So self-belief gives us confidence to accept failure, but it also teaches us the importance of positive thinking. Those who have self-esteem don't talk about their failures. Instead, they try to find out why they didn't succeed and they look for the lessons that they can take from those 
um, and, you know, build into the experience that they're having. It's not a simple issue of semantics. It really is about the power of positive thinking for them. And it's available to anybody and everybody who has some self-esteem and self-belief. So I bet you're sitting there thinking, well, what's the best way to get some self-esteem and build this into my life? And quite frankly, it's not a difficult task. All that you need is a bit of guidance. So what I've got for you are some tips that can help to improve your self-esteem and you can use as many or as few of these as you would like. So here's the first one. Try to surround yourself with people who are positive and supportive. So if you've got friends who are cynical and negative, now might be your opportunity to go through that friends list, whether it's on social media or in your mobile phone contacts list, and choose to step back from those people. That in itself will give you quite a positive feeling, knowing that you're not going to have to interact with these individuals that are negative and, and make you feel worse about yourself or your circumstances when you engage with them. You need to learn to respect yourself more. And in doing this simple thing, that will help your self-esteem grow. Number two, you should be clear about what you want to achieve in life. So set yourself some goals and work towards those goals. To make your task easier, and I know we've spoken about this before, break your one big goal down into smaller, more manageable chunks, smaller goals, if you like, the things that are easier for you to achieve and keep track of them. You know, whether that is writing them out in, as a list, because you know I love a list, that's why I asked you to grab your notebook and pen, um, or whether you reward yourself in some way after you achieve each smaller goal. Do something that will allow you to see the progress that you're making. Number three, do your best to be positive about yourself, especially with that internal chatter that you, you know, the stories we tell ourselves in our own heads. Do your best to be positive and keep reminding yourself about your good qualities, the things you've accomplished, how you help your family, your friends, your co-workers, as well as yourself. Don't make the mistake of brooding over negative things and never put yourself down. Now, I'm not saying you can't have negative feelings. I'm not saying you can't have a bad day. What I'm saying to you is, by all means, feel those feelings. Deal with those thoughts. You know, think of yourself as a tourist in that particular circumstance. Go there, feel the feelings, deal with the thoughts and then come home again to your positive happy place. You don't need to set up camp in the negativity space. Number four, develop the ability to accept criticism about yourself without getting upset or defensive. Now, this is one I'm still working on. I admit it. Um, it is a difficulty for me on occasion to hear something negative about myself because chances are I've already thought of it and I've beaten myself up over it. So, it's ongoing development for me. It does help eliminate your weaknesses one by one. You know, if somebody's saying to you, this is where you could improve, you know, go and find out how to do that. 
However, make sure that that criticism is constructive. So don't be overwhelmed by it and don't just take it at face value. Ask for an explanation. It's a great mistake and it can do really quite severe damage to your self-esteem if if you don't have basically the evidence to back up um, what has gone wrong there. Number five for you. All of us, I believe, need to accept the fact that we are going to fail from time to time. I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm quite sure I'll repeat it in future episodes. We are not born as experts in anything that we do. So we all have to learn and that means we have to fail. Do not let that get you down. Don't take too much of a negative um, impact from it. Remind yourself that you're learning and you need to think about when you've been unsuccessful in the past and how you've succeeded uh, in in future, you know, going over that a second or third time. It will really help to put things into perspective for you and it will help you move on and overcome difficult conditions. Number six, never compare yourself with others. It's the easiest way to feel inferior and lose your self-esteem. It's much better to rate yourself on your achievements. You know, think about what you've done in your week or in a month or even in a day and give yourself a rating. You know, is it out of five stars, for example? How well have you tackled the challenges of today or this week or this month? Let yourself build on that in future. Number seven, never put yourself down. Failures are like parasites and if you allow them to grow, they will just eat and eat and eat their way at your self-esteem, your self-respect and your self-confidence. So the best thing to do is to push negative thoughts out of your mind, treat others with respect and ask them to treat you likewise. Now, We've spoken previously about trying to turn a negative into a positive. So think about what you can learn from the situation. It can only happen when you project a positive exterior, even in the most adverse of situations, to make it a point to filter out self-criticism. Have that undeniable belief in yourself that you can get through it. Number eight. Don't give in to any bullies in your place of work or in your personal life. You need to stand up for them. Not for them, for it, sorry, to them. Stand up for yourself. It can only happen if you're assertive about your rights. It doesn't mean that you should, you know, pick physical battles with people to make your point, And it doesn't mean you should bully in return. It means about showing respect for yourself exercising restraint and making your point in a dignified manner. Always take the high ground. It will not only make others treat you with respect, but it will increase your self-esteem and therefore your self-confidence. Number nine. You may be self-conscious and because of this, you may avoid talking to groups of people, for example. But try to approach a group of people and introduce yourself to them. Ask them questions about themselves and be genuinely interested in their answers. 
Listen carefully and attentively to what they say and respond and show interest. Interacting with people will make you feel more relaxed and you'll realise that it's actually easy to speak to groups of people and relax just by concentrating on what they're saying rather than what you might have to say. Number 10. Self-esteem is also dependent upon the feeling of well-being. Okay, so a lazy person or somebody who's not looking after um, their, their personal appearance, for example, will always feel less confident and, if you like, less smart as an individual than somebody who's taking good care of their body, who's looking after their mental health as well as their physical and spiritual well-being. So a healthy body is essential for a healthy mind. If you're having one of those days where your self-esteem seems to be dragging you down, instead of allowing yourself to wallow in self-pity, take some positive, proactive steps to boost yourself up. Maybe you just woke up and you're not quite feeling your best or you made a significant mistake in someone in front of someone important or someone you were trying to impress. Perhaps you didn't do as well as you thought you would on your test or you didn't excel at an interview. Everybody has days where they're just feeling that perhaps there's a black cloud trying to settle over their head and they're just feeling a bit blur. Whatever the reason, learning and utilising a few tricks to quickly boost your self-esteem will basically pop a bounce back in your step and get your head out of those dark clouds in no time. So I've just given you 10 kind of tips. Here are some extras. Last one we spoke about was, you know, about looking after your body. So find a physical activity that you enjoy doing. It might be jogging, aerobics, yoga, pilates, horse riding. You know, exercise is a surefire way to help boost your self-esteem. And if you're starting to feel low, take 10 or 15 minutes out of your day to exercise your worries away and get those endorphins flowing through the body. Take a second to be silly and just do something that makes you have a full on belly laugh. You know, it could be that you dance around your kitchen by yourself. It, it could be that you subscribe to a couple of websites that send you a daily or a weekly joke, for example. You know, there are free services out there that can send you funnies and help lighten your mood. There's nothing like a good laugh to remind you really about what a great person you are. So put on your favourite music, put on your favourite song, dance like there's no tomorrow, um, read a great book, laugh at, you know, the funnies in the newspaper. Whatever you're doing, just put something into your life that helps ease your stresses and your self-esteem will shoot through the roof. Allow yourself some luxury. Remind yourself you're important and worthy in the world and when things are not going your way and you begin to question yourself, take some time to give yourself a small reward. Now, that might just be a piece of chocolate, it might be a pat on the back, 
It could be rewarding yourself with, for example, a trip to the theatre with a friend or heading out to the cinema or just some quiet time with your pet, loved ones or a good book. Write down your goals that you've achieved and look back on them. Maybe you're the first person to graduate from college in your family. Perhaps you've just closed a deal on, you know, a fantastic house, the house of your dreams. Maybe you've become president or prime minister. Who knows? Whatever your accomplishments are, give yourself an opportunity to remember them and remind yourself of your value and your worth. Now, for this one, for me, I have inside my cupboard in the office what I call my wall of wow. And it's filled from top to bottom and overlapping sheets of paper and cards and post-it notes um, of positive feedback I've received from clients, from individuals, from family, from friends. And when I'm having a day where I feel that it's as if nothing's going right or I feel flat, I go to that wall of wow and I read some of them and I remind myself that I have had a positive impact on other people and I'm good at what I do and I can do it to the best of my ability. Learn from your mistakes. You know, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So acknowledge where you've made a mistake. Forgive yourself for it. That constant nagging guilt, that'll ruin your self-esteem. So Get those little voices in your head and turn them around. So make the necessary means to rid yourself of the guilt, learn from your actions and move on. Think of mistakes as happy accidents or learning experiences. You know, change your thinking around them. However you choose to boost your self-esteem, know that by doing so, you approve of yourself as a person. Allowing issues to get you down will only lower your self-esteem further. By keeping a positive attitude, you will have the ability to turn around these unsavoury situations and make them positive ones. And keep in mind, you're a worthy person who has a bright future. So don't look at things going wrong as a personal failing. Keep track of what you are achieving, what's going well and what you're grateful for and remind yourself of those on a daily basis. That's self-esteem. This is probably a longer episode than I would normally do, but I think you can tell it's something. (laughs) Again, I said this last week, but it is something that I value, something that I do feel is important for all of us, especially in these trying times that... Um, the past couple of years have brought to us. As a reminder, if these are some things that you would like to work on, if these are goals that you have, please feel free to reach out for me. Let's have a chat. Let's have that quick discovery call and see if I am the coach for you. Alternatively, you can sign up to my Renew You Love Your Life 90-day coaching programme. Um, next intake is due to start on the 19th of April. Alternatively, you can work with me on a one-to-one basis through the same programme. Head over to ronabarton.co.uk to sign up. I'll pop the link for these things in the show notes. Thank you to those that have been in touch already. Um, always like to see uh, and read your feedback. 
Those of you that haven't, feel free to subscribe, review, rate, share, pass this on to friends and family. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. And in the meantime, look after yourselves, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.